is that when <laughs> you guys like radio? Uh, I do. Oh, wait. You guys like podcasts? I do. I like a lot. This is a gruesome hot dog. <laughs> Hi, this is Cheetah Mac, and you are listening to the fabulous Gruesome Hotsog. Nobody better. This is Steve Warren. I played Ivan in Scarce. You dumbasses better be listening to Gruesome Hertzog so you'll know what you're up against. Hello, hello. This is Professor Hunter from Panman. I am delighted to recommend Gruesome Hertzog's podcast to the outside world. His infamous interviews are some of the best in the business. He's deliciously diabolical. <laughs> Hey, this is Sean Kane, director of Silent Night, Zombie Night, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hello, this is Natalie Sheets. I play Jenna in the film Madison County, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hey, horror fans, this is Ace Marrero, and you are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Dig it! I'm Jessica Funneborn, and I'm listening to Gruesome Herzog. This is Yvette Corvea, and most of you know me as Marla from Run, Bitch, Run. She's a really evil, crazy bitch. And you guys are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hi, this is David Z. Stamp, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzogs. Hey, this is Bill Oberst, Jr. I play Dale in the film Dismal. And as Dale would say, let me tell you something. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. You got Dale's word on that. Hey, this is James Cotton. I'm a director, writer, producer. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Jack Harrison, action actor and stunt coordinator on three stunt teams. I played the character Idiot in the movie Dismal, and you'll listen to Gruesome Herzog. This is Gruesome Herzog. My very special guest today is actor James Tice. He's up in good old Canada, and we're all, we both have same friends. Um, James, do you want us to mention our friends' names before we get started the interview? I'm sure that we'd love to hear, the listeners would love to hear who our friends are. I believe we should, yes. Okay, first we have one of our good friends. He's called uh, No Nuts Nathan Dashwood. Um, <laughs> Douchebag D'Amato. Ah, good old douchebag. And, oh boy, Dick Lick Dan Ellis. God, he's a good Dick Licker, ain't he? Oh, well, I'm, I'm, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. And here's the king of all of them, right? Cock hair... Uh, this is the best. Cock hair carpenter. What do you think? <laughs> I love it. I can't get over that one. Oh, I love that one. That one's going to hurt. Oh, I'm going to use that one for the rest of my life. <laughs> Oh boy. Anyways, all seriousness, um, we just mentioned <coughs> we just mentioned those names because they're all good buddies of ours, and uh, I like to have a little fun in my interviews. And people, if you get offended by it, 
all due respect, I apologize, but, you know, I like to have some fun. So if you can't listen to it, I recommend you guys to, you know, either stop it, you know, I'm not here to offend anybody, but me and... Frank or guidance. Yeah, me and James and Nathan and, and Vincey and Dan and Rob, we all have this weird-ass Canadian-American um, <laughs> <laughs> friendship. But anyways... Exactly. James, you were in some good stuff, I, my, my personal opinion. Um, I reviewed um, a couple of things that you're in, except for um, Hard Cut. I'm still waiting for a screener. Um, yep. But one thing I will say, um, the Ryan Field Syndrome, it's a TV series. And if I'm mistaken, that was created by um, Douchebag D'Amato, right? I mean, Vince, It was indeed, yeah. I mean, I mean Vince D'Amato. Sorry, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, indeed, it was. Uh, it was actually most of those ones you mentioned were created by uh, Vince D'Amato. Um, like I said, that guy is. I guess always right, so yeah. can't help but see something that he's going to put together. Yep, and you know, and I, I can tell you one thing. Um, not to uh, get off track here, but there's one TV series that it's a web series. If I'm, if I'm mistaken, it's caused so much. I wouldn't say controversy. I would say it calls so much people. There's a lot of people saying about this how they don't like it or it's trash and stuff. It's only because they don't understand the whole idea behind Catholic cheerleaders for Satan. It was made. Uh-huh. It was purposely made corny. It was purposely made the way it was presented. It was in you know. Uh, it was in for purpose. I mean, it was made that way to be funny. And a lot of people go exactly. And a lot of people go, oh my god. You know, those actors are terrible or whatever. But those actors aren't terrible. I try to explain to people, it was made that way. You have exactly. to... Exactly. That's how it's supposed to be. Right. You have to understand... I mean, seriously, if you if you really think that the acting was that bad, they wouldn't be in the business, okay? That, that well, way. exactly. I mean, it's, it's a throwback to, you know, the 70s grindhouse, you know, cheesy horrors. I mean, that's... what. What you know, Vince, Vince, you know, cut his teeth off, and you know, was a lot of his inspiration, as for a lot of us, and that's you know, kind of an homage to, you know, a, a lost art form. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, what I've come to to uh, realize from um, doing reviews and now getting in the interviews for the last eight months is, I've I've come to realize there's a lot of movies out there that you won't even hear about unless somebody brings it up. Now I've gotten com- exactly. I've gotten comments from a lot of people when I review movies. Oh my God, gruesome! I never even heard of this movie. I went and bought it. I love it. Thank you very much. You know, I never realized that a lot of movies that I get my hands on that people don't know about, and I'm glad that I am doing a service for some of these movies. I've reviewed. Well, exactly. Guilty. Yeah. Guilty over here. I mean, half the stuff I've seen recently is stuff that I've, I've you know picked up because of your reviews or that you've mentioned. Right. So. And Catholic Cheerleaders, um, I reviewed that one. Um, believe it or not, it's still one of the most played reviews as of for, for, you know for the last three months since I did it. So a lot of people are interested in this, so that's a good sign. Uh, what it's I th- a very good sign, yeah. What I think is cool about my podcast site is every week it gives a top ten reviews, and uh, mm-hmm. I said it to, I said it that way. So every week it could be something different at the top. But what's so amazing is it's usually the, there's three of them that I've reviewed are always on it every week. And I, I think that's so neat because it gives me an idea of what people are interested in. Right. Yep. That's awesome. I didn't realize we were consistently in the top ten. That's fantastic. Yes, <laughs> it, yes it is. You know, and, and, yeah. and 
you know, and it's all because of cock hair carpenter. You know, he's always, you know, plugging it, and that's that's, that's what. <laughs> a lot of people who put out stuff I've noticed that might advertise for a little bit and then stop and then move on to something else. But one thing that I've come to realize with Creepy Six Films is when they put something out, they're always bringing something up about it to keep it advertised, and that's the best way to do it. You know what I mean? It's always, you know, I've always... Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the way you have to do it. And like I said, well, like you said, uh, Carpenter there, Rob, the guy's, like, he's a machine. And like I said, half the stuff wouldn't see the light of day if it wasn't for him. And uh, not only is he, you know, like, especially the hard cut, which we're submitting right now for festivals and whatnot. Uh, not only is he the star of it, but he's also doing all the grunt work. So, right. I mean, you got to respect a guy like that who's got that much passion for what he does. Yep. We, me, me and uh, Cockhair Carpenter had a lot of com- uh, conversations on the phone. He's a very energetic, funny, smart, nice guy. You know what I mean? He'll, yeah. You know, he'll call me out of the sky blue and say, hey, Scotty, what's up? You know? <laughs> good dude. Yeah. So now he is. He's a prince, man. Now um, Vince D'Amato, um, you know he is. Uh, I had an interview with him, of course, too, and uh, a very interesting guy. You know, I've heard his voice before I seen his picture. You know, I mean, I always see his movies, and I said, man, that voice does not match that face. It's just so. Mm-hmm. He sounds older. It's just weird. Yeah. I know, I know, but uh, ah, I got Vince's. Uh, He's a smart man, I gotta say. When you talk to him, he's very knowledgeable, man, about uh, about films and especially this genre, the horror genre. He's, I mean, next to yourself, I can't think of anybody who I would say would be, you know, an, uh, you know, an unarguable source of, you know, information. But now, if you want to, I've talked to Dan about Hard Cut. I talked to Vince about Hard Cut. Now, Maros will go ahead and, and, and give you and ask you about. The hard cut, as you said, you guys are going to pass it around to some um, festivals. Um, yeah, it is finished, of course. Um, can you give the listeners an idea on your perspective of the movie Hard Cut? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the hard cut is was put out to be two features: uh, Hard Cut and I Woke Up Screaming the Day I Died, uh, which is basically both movies uh, followed the same events, um, but from two different. Standpoints. One was from the detective's standpoint, which was Rob's character, who was hired to find this lost movie print, Catholic cheerleader for Satan, hence the web series. Right. And then um, I woke up screaming the day I died was from the underworld thug standpoint, which was one of the characters was mine, and it was basically kind of uh, looking to our days as well, you know, as to what was going on as well as this whole deal with the, you know, film print. So it was, it was an extremely ambitious project. We shot them back to back. And uh, it's now becoming one uh, feature. And, um, yeah, it's, it's it looks great. And I can't wait to, uh, to get everybody's uh, opinion and stuff. We're shopping it around. But the web series Catholic Cheerleaders for Satan is basically the film within the film. We thought it would be kind of fun that people, when they uh, when they see it, can go and actually watch what the whole hubbub is about. I was just going to mention that. <laughs> but uh, Dan Ellis plays a character that just fits in perfect, you know what I mean? Not Jonas, oh, but... No, Shotgun Angel. <laughs> or Death Angel, exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, well, Death Angel, yes. It was originally Shotgun Angel. He was so fantastic in that movie as Jonas and as Shotgun Angel. Like, it's amazing. Like, he's, they're, oh, he's, I love Danny. He's such a good, such a crazy dude, man. That, that cat is one wild. Yeah, I can tell you one thing. Um, um, in, um, say, Creepy Six Films is a unique, um, entertainers to put up, put out movies. Yes. You have to, to desire the, uh, the grunge. You have to desire the, the taste. You know, it's, it's, it's more, what's that word we can use for that? It's more down to earth, more realistic, if you know what I mean. It's, you never know, yeah. you never know what you're going to see in the next film. It's just brilliant. <laughs> exactly. Switch to his Vince. Switch to his Vince, because if he can throw it in there, he will definitely do it. Yep. You know, I just, and, and uh, Ryan Nicholson, um, another one. That, also, yes. Yeah. He's another one of those creative geniuses. Um, you know, if you wouldn't know any better, you think Vince D'Amato and, and, and Nicholson are working together because they're, and same with Guzman. You all got this, this strange comic book character movies. When I say comic book characters, I mean, you know what I mean? What he does, yeah, he, oh yeah, they're they're just off the kind wall. of larger than life, right? Type, yeah. I mean, actually, I'm surprised they haven't worked. Well, I think Nicholson and Demar have only worked together once, to my knowledge, and that was in the movie called Live Feed. Oh yeah, I had that one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that's the only time that those two have collaborated. I know they talk, and I mean they are friends, right? But um, Nicholson's a great guy. I worked with him. He did uh, makeup on a web series I did called The Batala. Okay. He, uh, he, yeah, he did all my makeup, the uh, like the sucking chest piece and the the facial wounds and whatnot. The guy, I mean, it's crazy. That guy can put that stuff together. So not only is he a brilliant filmmaker, the guy is one hell of a makeup artist. I gotta say. That's what I heard. Um, industry of low budget of independent horror, and that was a movie called Dismal. Um, made by Fear Makers and I watched this movie and I loved it it's cannibalism but that's the first movie that I watched that I actually watched after I understood what independent horror was and then obviously I told you earlier that I went to watch Gutterballs right after that you know and I absolutely the actors the writers the directors the producers anybody who's involved with independent horror or thrillers or something they have talent. The actors that are in low-budget movies, independent movies, are the ones that work their asses off, and actually, yeah. it actually means something to them because the more the, the the harder they work, the more work they'll get. And then these big timers, like you know, I might say no names, but the candy-coated ones, all they got to do, yeah, is, exactly, all they got to do is go in there and take a piss in the corner and get two million dollars. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, bash, <laughs> I'm not bashing them. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's more talent. In the independent circuit than anywhere in the, anywhere. Oh, I agree. I agree, and, it, and it, it's unfortunate that ninety percent of that talent is going to go largely undiscovered and not realize the success that they're due because just the way the industry is. But I mean, we do it because we love it. We love mm-hmm. what we do, and you know that'll never change. Hopefully. Well, that's my goal. My my, my goal when I started doing this was not to be doing cameo uh, cameos in movies or not to get an IMDB page my my whole thing was like I told you before once I learned the independent horror then I decided to let's go ahead and do movie reviews and do interviews and my whole goal was to put these movies out there for everybody to see and to do interviews so people can understand who 
you know, um, jerk off James Tice's, you know, or... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see what my nickname would be. I love it. All right, all right. Jerk off James Tice. You know, and then, you know, I apologize. I mean, I'm trying to be serious here. But I'm trying to get the, the listeners to understand who you guys are and what you're about and what you're... You know, just to get a personal, you know, like like we're doing today. I am... I take my podcast very seriously, but like I told you, I like to have fun with it. If I know that you're okay with 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 me and how I present myself, and if you want, you know, you automatically jumped in there. You know, I'm sure you, I'm sure you got a nickname for me right now, and if you want to say it, you can say it anytime soon before I fall asleep. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just really enjoy you guys. You guys are down to earth. It's fun. I mean, not everybody I talk to that you can do that with because they're more uppity. You know, I mean, that's not their fault. They're just... Uh, no, but that's just the way they are. But, I mean, it's... You need a sense of humor and, uh, you know, to be easy going to just in, the, in the independent, especially the independent horror genre. Right. I mean, you, you just have to. you got to have a sense of humor. You can't take yourself seriously. Otherwise, I mean, where's where the fun in that, right? You're just going to be, you know, stuck behind it. You're going to be those nine-to-five desk jobbers. Yep. You know, I, I experienced... Not interested. You know I mean? Exactly. I... I don't. I'm not gonna mention no names. That's, that's 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 not my game. But I like to have fun, you know. And you know, I don't know. I just, you know, I'm overwhelmed. Well, fun's, fun's the name of the game. What's that? Fun is the name of the game. Right. And the in the end of the at the end of the day, if you had fun, then you succeeded. Yep. I'm overwhelmed by the respect that I've gotten from um, uh, filmmakers who don't get me wrong. I mean, but I want to experience live sets I want to experience everything you know uh, yeah yeah no exactly I mean that's 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 how you do it and it's such an experience that yeah I, I would you know I wish everybody had that desire yeah. <laughs> just so they'd get an idea of what it is I mean it's but you know but just to touch on what you were saying I mean what you do is 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 important and that's why you know people like myself and, and douchebag D'Amato and Dicklick Dan Ellis uh, love it is because I mean you're putting the word out there there's not a lot of people that do that right. I mean the independent horror film would sit in obscurity for the most part if it wasn't for you know fine gentlemen like yourselves and that's why you know that's why we you know you're the reason why we do it right so right. we wouldn't we wouldn't be doing it if there wasn't you so yeah. and the, you know because no one would see it <laughs> yeah one of my you did a also you did a short film that's in post production right now in 2010 it's called Behind the Fourth Wall. Now, it's not a horror, yeah. but I read a little bit about it, and it seems interesting to me. So if you want, you can mention to the listeners, you know, what the short film's about. Uh, yeah, well, Behind the Fourth Wall is it was an interesting story. Basically, um, watching it, you don't really know that these that the characters are actually characters in a script, and they're trying to figure out whether or not their lives are scripted or if it's free will that's driving them, and that's pretty well the whole uh, crux of the film, and my character Jason is the one that starts to question the, um, our lives and whether or not it's, we're in control of our own destiny and actions, or if everything around us is being scripted, and Rob Carpenter, um, who obviously we've talked about, it plays Sam, who is very much... Um, on the side of that it's all scripted in fact he's the one that's writing you know things down and making a script of our lives inside of the film it's really it was really bizarre but it was it's such a cool experience to well work with um, 
different people. Uh, we had a couple people from L.A. come in to shoot this. Um, and, yeah, Andrea Bickert, one of them, fantastic actress um, from L.A. And, yeah, it was just it was, it was a great experience. And that was uh, that I worked with Rob on such a close level as actors. Okay. Right, yeah. Which I love because me and Rob have a have a great chemistry on on screen, um, but we don't get to you know utilize that as often as we'd like. So this was an, an awesome experience. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, like I said before, you know I really appreciate you coming on here. I just uh, it's just fun to to uh, meet new people, talk to new people because uh, you know I was full aware of you um, obviously from our. Um, our Nitwit Brothers, you know. Um. Yeah, well, our Nitwit Brothers, and that's how I became aware of you. But I mean, I, I, you know, I love what you do, and I've been, you know, I follow, I follow your podcast, and um, and uh, when you offered to, you know, have me come on for an interview, I like, I jumped at it. So, <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, years to come when um, my obligation to child support stops in the next three years. <laughs> I have three more years and then I'll be done and I'm gonna make a trip to uh the good old Canada. And Yeah, uh, come come to Vancouver and uh and we'll put you in a film. Yeah. We'll uh we'll get you all set up so you can see how fifty six in all its insanity works. Yeah. Uh, it's something to behold, my friend. Hey, that's cool, because I mean as long as I can be, you know, in the same set with um Cock hair carpenter, you know, and well, uh, who's they, I mean, that's a name that's going to be on everybody's <laughs> tongue in in no time. Cock hair carpenter. Everyone's going to want to be working with him, and and uh, yeah, I mean, well, that's I can't wait for him to hear the his mechanics. He's so good. Well, what I should do, uh, Rob, I don't want to offend you anyway, but I might make a banner for my podcast. I'm going to put cock hair carpenter and put your link. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think so, and yeah, and uh, just make sure that you know you throw in jerk off tights there because that's pretty good. Jerk off James tights. I got to say, I'm a, I'm a fan. All right, now, have you thought of my nickname yet? Come on, I feel left out. I've been, I've been working on, I've been working on it. I don't know if it should be uh, Sack Sucker Scott. <laughs> yeah. Do we like that? Do we like Sack Sucker Scott? Oh. That, that sounds good. <laughs> well, let's see here. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's... You, you say cock sucker? Sack sucker. Oh, sacks? Oh, yeah, that's good. Sack sucker. You know, I, 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 hey, pass along to this guy. Sack sucker Scott. Excellent. You there know, you go. There you go. Excellent. Sweet. We're, now we're all a fraternity. Yes, we're we are. We're all a fraternity. Frater, fraternity of weirdo... Obscenity. We know that crazy ass, crazy ass <laughs> But you know, but we all to do is uh, let's see. We got President Cockhair. <laughs> yes, President, President Cockhair. President, and, and then we, we got to say it'll be Vice President Dicklick. Yeah. I mean, you got to give yeah. him a pretty high title, or he's going to get all upset. Um, let's see. Um, We'll, we'll make Douchebag Tomato uh, treasurer. There we go. Because I don't know how he finds the money to fund his films, but the guy's the guy's got a real talent at that. So we'll make him treasurer of our little uh, our little empire here. And then we got No Nuts Nashwood and No Nuts Nathan can be what Secretary of State. Yeah, Secretary of State sounds good. <laughs> oh brother, 
so much fun. Yeah, and I'll be uh, jack off. James Tyson will be the goat. I'll run and get everybody's coffee. <laughs> Jelly donuts and whatnot. Let's <laughs> see. Whoop. Sacks, uh, Sack Sucker Scott probably gonna be the damn fucking janitor. What do you think? Sure. We need. Well, we're gonna need a janitor. Yeah. I mean, especially with our crew. I mean, all that blood and shit. All that blood and shit flying around. Definitely gonna need a. Oh man. Awesome. Well, anyways, I really appreciate you coming on. Um, My pleasure. I'm all, a big fan. Big all, fan. Thank you for all seriousness. But uh, keep in touch. You know, keep if you just keep on listening. I'm always having new stuff out there, and uh, hopefully. Oh yeah, no, I've got you firmly planted. Uh, definitely be keeping in touch and listening. Well, thank you very much. It was nice talking to you. Um, uh, I'll let you go and. Um, well, well I was, it's, been a, it's been a real pleasure, so I, I just want to thank you and keep it up, and uh, let's make sure more people hear about you so you can spread the word of these awesome independent films that, uh, like I said, without you would probably never see the light of day. So. Well, thank you very much. That's, nice. that's very nice of you to say. So. You take care of yourself. You rock on there in Canada. And, uh, uh, will you too, and uh, come down and see it. we got to get this empire up and running as soon as we can. So yes. As soon as you're, as soon as you're heading north, let us know. I sure will. You take care of yourself. Is that like, <laughs> you guys like radio? Uh, I do. Like, you guys like podcasts? I do. I like a lot. This is a gruesome hot dog. <laughs> Hi, this is Cheetah Mac, and you are listening to the fabulous gruesome hot dog. Nobody better. This is Steve Warren. I played Ivan in Scarce. You dumbasses better be listening to Gruesome Herzog so you'll know what you're up against. Hello, hello. This is Professor Hunter from Pan Man. I am delighted to recommend Gruesome Herzog's podcast to the outside world. His infamous interviews are some of the best in the business. He's deliciously diabolical. <laughs> Hey, this is Sean Kane, director of Silent Night, Zombie Night, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hello, this is Natalie Sheets. I play Jenna in the film Madison County, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hey, horror fans, this is Ace Marrero, and you are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Dig it! I'm Jessica Funneborn, and I'm listening to Gruesome Herzog. This is Yvette Corvea, and most of you know me as Marla from Run, Bitch, Run. She's a really evil, crazy bitch. And you guys are listening to Gruesome Herzog. Hi, this is David Z. Stamp, and you're listening to Gruesome Herzogs. Hey, this is Bill Oberst, Jr. I play Dale in the film Dismal. And as Dale would say, let me tell you something. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. You got Dale's word on that. Hey, this is James Cotton. I'm a director, writer, producer. You're listening to Gruesome Herzog. Jack Harrison, action actor and stunt coordinator on three stunt teams. I played the character Idiot in the movie Dismal, and you'll listen to Gruesome Herzog.